What's going on, everybody? This is the Passive Wealth Strategy Show, the show that will teach you how to build wealth with real estate without buying yourself another job. As always, I'm your host, Taylor Lode. I'm a real estate investor. I focus on multifamily and self-storage investing. Today, I want to dig into the best financial decision that I ever made. And it's not a specific investment that I ever made, but it's rather a specific uh, habit that I had from really day one when I started making money and had this tool available to me. That is, when I first started working years and years and years ago, I started using a tool called Mint. Mint was a personal finance app that was 100% free and allowed you to track your income, expenses, investments, and really what was happening with your money, where it was coming from, where it was going, and how your spending habits were affecting your overall investment growth, your net worth growth, your net income every month, everything along those lines. It had some fantastic features way back in the day when I started using it in the early 20-teens. Unfortunately, a few years went by, it changed hands, and the service kind of continued to get worse up until the end of 2023, when unfortunately it was announced that Mint was being shut down and being kind of transferred over to Credit Karma. So unfortunately, Mint is no longer available. But there are a lot of other apps out there available that I'm going to talk about today. I'm going to share with you a few of the other personal finance tracking apps that are available that you can consider if you either were a Mint user before they shut down, maybe you transferred over to Credit Karma and maybe you're not satisfied with it, or if you're looking to start tracking your personal finances, we'll cover a few that might be useful for you here today. But really, it comes down to actually using the app. No matter which one you use or you try, you have to actually use it. You have to put your accounts in, track your expenses, track your incomes see where your expenses are going, maybe track your budget, whichever specific functions you need, you actually have to do the work and make it happen for it to be available. But in order to build wealth, in order to grow your investments, you have to have capital available. And if you're out there, you have a job, you have income coming in, but you're spending all of it, you're not budgeting properly, then it's going to be hard to have money left over to invest. So the smartest move that I made early on was becoming a Mint user really before I started making any kind of money, built that habit, watched where my money was going, and I was able to build my investments, build my nest egg to be able to start investing in real estate years ago. And it's been history since then. Once you get addicted to tracking where your money's going, man, it's just so much fun to watch those numbers go up. I'm really sad to see Mint go, but there are a lot of other great services out there, and we're going to talk about a few of those here today. Specifically, there are four personal finance tracking apps that I'm going to discuss here today. And these are four that I considered when I was making the switch away from Mint looking for an alternative. So those four personal finance tracking apps we're going to talk about are Empower Personal Wealth, YNAB, or You Need a Budget, Monarch, and Quicken, Simplify. Those are the ones that I'm going to talk about. There are others available, like I mentioned, but those are the four that I really did a deep dive on for myself. And I'm going to talk about what I liked, what I didn't like about each one. And for those of you on the video, I'm going to share the screen. You're going to see what each of the websites look like and you know, maybe give each of these a shot if you want to. So the first one we'll talk about here is Empower Personal Wealth or Empower Personal Finance. It's formerly known as Personal Capital. 
It's a free service that uh, really anybody can use, and they do have add-on services. Um, frankly, I was not a big fan of some of these add-on services. They have some wealth management services. So if you have a certain uh, level of personal net worth, I think they start at $100,000. If you put that much in, they'll basically start calling you and pitching you some of their wealth management services. Some folks like those personally, I don't need that wealth management service. So I was kind of annoyed when they called me, to be honest with you, but it is a free service, which you're going to find that most of these are no longer free. So mint, one of the great things about it was that it was free and it would show you really up-to-date information about your bank account balances, your credit card balances, wherever you are spending your money, you could really keep an eye on those things. That was a big advantage personally. That allowed me to not only track my budgeting, but also there were a few times when I had fraudulent charges on my credit cards and I was able to see those instantly and call my credit card company and say, hey, there's a fraud on here. So that was a big advantage. That's something that if you use another free service like Empower, you can use and it's free. It doesn't cost you anything, but you're going to get pitched a service like their wealth management services, which to me was not relevant. And I'm certainly not endorsing that service. It's available there if somebody wants to use it. But I think the big advantage of Empower is that it is free. Another disadvantage that I found with Empower that, as you know, I'm a real estate investor. And I found that Empower's kind of customization options inside the software itself were really not good for tracking things like my real estate and putting things in different buckets, different expenses and incomes in different buckets to reflect my different investment properties and things like that. Empower really wasn't set up for real estate investors like myself. The dashboard is very handy, especially for folks who invest in things like stocks and bonds. They keep those tickers up to date and track the values and everything. But I think for real estate investors, it's kind of a tough sell and it's not a great fit for real estate investors. But again, it's free and it's a decent enough service. And you know, remember, it's free. So you get a pretty good deal for what you pay, which again, is nothing. So let's go on to number two. You need a budget or YNAB. You can find that at YNAB.com, Y-N-A-B.com. We actually had the founder of You Need a Budget or the co-founder of You Need a Budget Jesse Meacham on the show a few years ago to teach us about the specific advantages of using You Need a Budget. They allow you to customize your own budgets and set things up for the long term. So if you want to save for an investment property or save up for a car or just put money away in a bucket for a particular use down the road, then you can set it up that way. And you need a budget is really designed to give you that kind of power, not just to trim your budget down to nothing and kind of be a penny pincher and a, a bit miserly. No, that's not the point. The point is so that you can build your budget so that you don't need to worry or feel guilty, which is a phrase that they use about your spending. And you can focus on putting your money in the right buckets so that it will be there for the purposes that you want it to be there for in the future. So it's not about just trimming everything down and pinching every penny. Rather, it's about designing your budget to reflect what you want your lifestyle to look like down the road, even if you want your lifestyle to include things like nice vacations, which when you hear things like even the name of the company, you need a budget, 
oftentimes the mind can go directly to penny pinching. But that's not what it's about. It's just about making sure that each dollar has a job and it's assigned to things that support the lifestyle that you want. Now, you need a budget. As I mentioned when we were talking about Empower, Empower was the only free option that I found that was kind of decent and had uh, some security that I felt comfortable with. So you need a budget is $8.25 a month for the annual plan or 15 bucks a month for the monthly plan. To me, that's a bit pricey. I do know a few folks who use you need a budget personally. They are an affiliate partner of us. So if you use our link, we get an affiliate commission, but to me, 15 bucks a month or 825 a month is a bit pricey for a budgeting tool, especially, you know, I'm coming from Mint, which was free. So, you know, I this the value wasn't there for me personally, but folks who I know personally who use you need a budget have very positive things to say about it. And it's one that's worth considering if you're somebody who you want to think about your money in a way in terms of putting it in a particular budget. Or is putting your money in a particular bucket. Another advantage of you need a budget is that they have a free 34-day trial. So you can try it out and not worry about the maybe 15 or 825 a month uh, if that's not the right fit for you. Do the trial. If it's not the right fit, then cancel, go through those steps and, and don't pay for it. If it is the right fit for you, then great. Uh, but you need a budget is another popular budgeting app to consider. Another new entrant to this space that's gotten very popular on places like Twitter is Monarch or Monarch Money, found at monarchmoney.com. They're aiming at a bit of a higher end clientele. They have a lot more kind of integrations than it seems like others have and some customization capabilities. And they do have a very slick interface. They probably have the slickest interface of all four options that we're going to talk about today. Now, for me, I picked up, I tried Monarch Money pretty early on. They have some pretty nice charts to see where your money is coming from and where it's going, some flow charts. Again, this is kind of a visual presentation here. I'm sorry for those of you who are on the audio, but Monarch Money is another one that is not free, right? And it's kind of pricey. It was 15 bucks a month if you want to give it a shot. If you want to pay monthly, it's 15 bucks a month. If you want to pay annually, it's $8.33 a month. Now, for either one of those, you get unlimited connections to all of your different accounts. You get unlimited tracking. There's both web and mobile support. So a lot of advantages. And again, the interface is very slick. It looks really nice. So if that matters to you, if the graphical interface really matters to you, then that's an advantage. And for those who invest in crypto, Coinbase is tracked, although many other apps will offer that. So Monarch's gotten popular. That's another one to consider. Now, number four, I'm presenting it as number four, but this is actually after searching. This is the one that I chose to migrate over to is Wiccan Simplify. Now it's not free, but it's two bucks a month compared to 825, 833, or 15 bucks a month if you're paying monthly. To me, two bucks a month is close enough to free that I'm not going to sweat it. And one of the things that I really liked about Quick and, Quick and Simplify is how customizable it is. Once you actually get into it and upload your accounts, connect all of your accounts, make some, some maybe custom accounts for the real estate investors out there and get that 
organized and set up the way you want, you can build certain rules and automations in Quicken very easily to make sure your expenses and your incomes are all going into the right buckets. So for me, Quicken was the right choice. I tried it out and decided, yes, this is a one for me. You At this point in time, I believe you can't beat the price. I mean, if, technically you can beat it with free, but I think the upside and the value of Quicken is so much better than what I personally got out of Empower Personal Wealth that it was worth the two bucks a month. I mean, two bucks is kind of nothing. 15, starting to get a little bit steep. But I found that the integrations, the ability to, and the ease of connecting my accounts in Quicken Simplify was right along the lines of what I was looking for. The mobile app is very useful. It's easy to say, refresh your accounts or recategorize a transaction. It's easy to see where your money's going and get reports like uh, your net income every month or every year. It's easy to track your net worth. If that's important to you, it'll keep those up to date. Now, if you have real estate and you're tracking your net worth there, you do have to manually update things like the equity. But if you have mortgages with some of the more common services servicers out there, then you can easily track the balances on your mortgage. So a lot of advantages. I feel very good about my choice of using Quicken Simplify. It was the right choice for me. I think generally you can't go wrong with any four of these as long as you're willing to use it. And again, that's really the most important point about any of these personal finance tracking apps is you have to actually use it and put your accounts in, track your expenses, track your income, and sometimes set up rules or recategorize things to see where your money is going. But at the end of the day, in the future, you'll be able to look back and see where your money went. And in real time, additionally, you'll be able to make sure there aren't things like fraudulent transactions on your credit cards, which I had had happen years ago. I was using Mint. I was able to catch those and call my credit card company and get that all taken care of and handled. But if you're not keeping an eye on those things, it would be easy to miss and maybe not bring to the fore. So for me, tracking my personal finances by using an app was the best personal finance move that I made early on in my money-making and investing career. Building that habit made a big difference for me in the long run. And at the time, I used the best free app that was available. Heck, it might have even been the only app that was available at the time, which was Mint. Unfortunately, Mint was shut down at the end of 2023, which is a big bummer and a shock to me. I was so blown away. I was so disappointed. They tried to transfer folks over to Credit Karma. To me, Credit Karma is a, a credit card kind of pitching software. I was in no way interested in going into Credit Karma. They're not going to get me as a customer. So I looked for other options. These are the four main options that I considered. Empower Personal Wealth, You Need a Budget or YNAB, Monarch Money and Quicken Simplify. After going into each of these different software packages, I found that for me, Quicken Simplify was the best option. It had all of the features that I was looking for. It had a nice interface, an app that worked well. It was easy to add accounts and to refresh them pretty easily. That wasn't a problem. And it was hard to beat the price of two bucks a month. The other paid options are eight bucks a month or 825 and 833 if you're willing to pay for the whole year or 15 bucks a month if you want to pay monthly. To me, I might be seem a little penny pinchy, but I didn't want to get into it spending 15 bucks a month and decide I wasn't going to use it. 
And I didn't want to pay for an entire year. Now, granted, it's only a hundred bucks, but still I wanted to be wise about that decision. So those two that were a bit more expensive didn't quite offer the value for me personally and the functions that I needed. Additionally, Empower Personal Personal Wealth just didn't offer the real estate tracking and customization functionality that I wanted as a real estate investor. So again, Quick and Simplify was the right choice for me. There are many other options out there that you can dig into if you want, but if you're looking for an option, you're looking to build a, the habit of tracking your personal finances, go and check all of them out. Go pick out all of the different options and find the one that's a right fit for you that you can be consistent with. I was consistent with using Mint on pretty much nearly a daily basis since around 2011 maybe is when I started using it. So a long time, I was really consistent with it. And I felt that switching over to Quick and Simplify, I could be a daily or weekly user in it. I could set it up the way that I wanted and it would enable me to continue to monitor my income and expenses, monitor my investments and continue to push into the future. So I want to thank you for joining me here today. If you're not using a personal finance tracking app, I really think you should consider it. There are some great free options out there and the paid options aren't that pricey. You can keep an eye on your money, your expenses, look for fraudulent transactions. It's fantastic. Best personal finance move I ever made. Right now, I want to thank you for joining me here today to have this uh, conversation about personal finance tracking apps and the recent update, removal of Mint, and where I chose to migrate over to. I hope you have a great rest of your Friday. We will catch you back here on Monday. For now, have a great weekend.